Welcome back to another Riscari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of the Ancient Illumination series and Nyan Bonnie Chronicles. I'm joined once again by Andrea Rose Washington. Hello. She is the author of Adolithia, Elindo, and Amitri's Magic. And with us, we also have Jordan Pinnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. He is a graphic illustrator, uh, artist, and the creator of Eve of Insurrection. Uh, which was newly released and also illustrated the Ancient Illumination graphic novels and Jericho's Bane comics. Today, we are back at it again, discussing the foundation on Apple Plus, which just had its season finale, but today we're only discussing episodes seven and eight. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched up until that point, uh, with all the adventures of uh, Gail Dornick, and, and Salvor and Harry's somehow still around uh, because we, we hadn't discussed this in a couple weeks, uh, two weeks ago I think we discussed it um, I'm going to flip this back over to Andrea because I'm hella curious because <laughs> you were still teetering on the fence of whether or not you liked it or not and what are your thoughts so far? Um still don't like it. I still oh. I still have not crossed that threshold. Okay. It is not it's not an enjoyable watch. Like it's a good show. Like I, I will always say it is a it is a good show. Like they are doing a wonderful way of telling the story. It's just not my cup of tea. And so as I watch it and I watch these drawn out scenes and I'm just like, okay, come on. Okay. Okay, come on. Like it's it just hasn't it hasn't fit that niche for me. And I will recommend this show to anyone who likes sci-fi, anyone who likes this type of stuff. I'll recommend it because I can I can give it as props. They did a really they're doing a really good job telling the story. I can just understand yeah. this is just not something I would watch for me. Like my brother would probably like eat this Love show it. up. Yeah. I personally like it's just it is not I don't know what it is. It's just not doing it for me. See, um, I can I can respect that. I'm thinking because in my mind, correct me if I'm wrong. Like the quality of production is high, the story yeah. is yep. is on. I, you just don't like what's going on, pretty much, right? Yeah, it's, it's okay. the storyline that it just doesn't. I, I don't connect with. But they are doing a great job of telling the story. They are doing like the characters are developed. Um, you, you theoretically, you are connecting with the characters. I personally am just okay. not, and that's just that's just me. But okay. I want the show to do well, and I would love to see a season two. And I am now technically invested to see what happens because I'm so invested with what's happened. I am invested Good. to figure out what's going to happen again. But yeah. it's not something where I will go back and watch again. Yeah, and because we're so. we're on we're on only on seven and eight today, we can't discuss nine and ten. Jordan and I have already watched those, which you have not. But I'm glad. That you're along I for the ride. About. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm glad that you're still along right. for the ride to the end because significant right. things do happen, and I guess like I, I can't go into it because Jordan and I had a discussion earlier in an earlier podcast where we were 
kind of going back and forth whether or not they were just taking out eggs or zygotes or embryos of the female characters. Mm -hmm. And I was saying how interesting that was because had they not changed Gail Dorna to a female character, that's not even, like, that's not, that's of no significance and does nothing, like, it wouldn't even exist. That issue wouldn't even exist. But under, I thought it was very interesting under the sci-fi circumstances of it, them traveling intergalactically and dealing with radiation and I guess the birth control aspect of it and having children born under conditions where there were high radiation. Like if you leave them just a bunch of white dudes, none of that even comes up. And so I'm glad they made yeah. the change. And like watching further, cause I was kind of skeptical cause you know how you have people that are gonna be bitching about it. Oh, this is a new woke and why are you changing the character to female? Why are you making <laughs> the person of color? I was like, but when you get to the end, it's like, okay, none of this could have happened in this way. And I'm curious, I may, it, it's a slog. I'm not, I can't make any promises, but I may go back and read some of the books further to see how oh. that one ended up in contrast to what they've done with the show. But overall, that's the thing that kind of gets me. I like, like I'm in agreement with you on the the production quality. I love the production quality. Oh, yeah. It's the beautiful. Vistas, the varying planetscapes that they show you are wonderful. I was intrigued with the story, like I've stated before, many times before, of how are we going to do this story that spans a thousand years with these characters and episode seven and eight we do kind of get a glimpse of how they have some of these characters span that much time because i believe is it, is it seven where she finds where she goes on like the escape pod and gets on the ship with the intelligence for harry so seven is when she oh. finds out that um it was all planned out Mm -hmm. Seven is yeah, when yeah. she finds out that um, he was going to kill himself, and then that um, she got on the ship. I think on six. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, at the end, six, right? And at the end of six, you, she sees his consciousness, and you don't really know what's going on. And then like seven, he's like explaining it all in such a pompous asshole way, where it's just like, <laughs> I want to smash your mouth, dude. You're being, you're dead. What more can you do by not telling her what's going on? You know. Mm -hmm. Like, just She's tell her moment. what's going on. The plan is ruined because yeah. it's her there. <laughs> the guy. Just tell her. Mm -hmm. And he's being annoyingly vague. Yeah, cryptic. He's been cryptic. Yes, he's so cryptic. cryptic. And it's just like, there's no reason for that right now. There's yeah. no reason for that right now, dude. Do you understand why there's no reason for that right now? Because Rach is dead, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. None of it matters. The plan is all askew now. So the plan is the plan is ruined anyway. She's right. not where she's supposed to be. It's been thirty something years, not a week. For some reason, you thought it was going to be a week. I don't know. You need to just tell her what is going on, and then her also just being so annoyed with being used and just having the temper tantrum. It's just which was rightfully so, like she deserved it. But yeah, it was. He, no, like she she deserved to have that temper tantrum because yeah. literally, at all, every, like he's being such basically such a jerk to her right now. Right. Yes, yeah, like, I was raising my hands in that moment because it feels and seems like in that moment, Andrea, you're kind of identifying with how pissed off Gail is. I'm in that identifying moment. exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
identifying with the main character. I am identifying with the fact that she's annoyed and yeah. justly so. She's still okay. a, yeah, she has the right to be annoyed in that yeah. situation. Yeah, she's um, like, I had enough of so this. Smug. I have I've had enough of yeah. you leading me by the nose and not telling me nothing. Either you're gonna tell me what's going on or I'll break all this mess down. We're flipping tables right now. I'm about to <laughs> yeah, break the fast. <laughs> yeah, so I'm that, messing the ship up. I'm gonna melt. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll melt and I'll die. Then, die then, yeah. Yeah, I was I was frustrated too because I didn't see what sense I didn't but again, I think she was the monkey wrench in the plan because she wasn't supposed to wake up and find them initially. They had a little their own plan and the race was supposed to go on. Yeah. He was supposed to go on to the rest of the foundation to terminus and be the leader there. He was grooming her to be the mayor initially. And then when she wakes up and catches them mid-plot, it, it kind of throws things off, which is why she wasn't authorized for the controls of the ship because she wasn't meant to be the one there. Um, and that's why even the, which is kind of, never mind. Nope, I can't talk about that. I'll talk about it. <laughs> it is weird though. It is weird, not weird. It shows how manipulative he is because he knew that Raish was never going to leave her. So he then made Raish murder him. So that way Raish had to leave versus yeah. it being a suicide, which is what it was supposed to be. Um, and then finding out that she can sort of see the future because she realized something was wrong while she was swimming. He was like, you're supposed to be swimming your 40 laps. Why weren't you swimming your 40 laps? She yeah. said something in the force. And yeah. yeah. So she's like, you know, now she can see the future. But even then, he's, he was still being such a jerk and not telling her the whole plan, everything that's going on until like she breaks this. Like, either, now I'm going to die. I'm going to die unless you let me go because she just wants to leave. Um, and also, another person who was actually making me, who was annoying me with her stupid decisions this episode was the warden. She kept oh, attacking when she did not have the upper hand. Uh, and she's smarter than that. They've set her up to be smarter than that. Yeah. And it's like, you're only with people who don't have any fighting ch- fighting chances. The two guys who were with you who could put up a fight, one is off in space, and then the <laughs> other one was shot in the head. Yeah. And you're left with scientists who do not know how to fight. And you keep trying to pick fights that you can't win. And I was yeah. like, you're smarter than this, Warden. You're smarter than this. Pick your pick your battle, and you pick three of them, and you failed in each time. Like, come on. Well, she kind of has no choice because she's been trying to tell them. It seems like from the get go, like we've been like, I'm here to prepare you for when shit goes wrong. And I keep telling you, I've wanted to run drills, I've wanted to do trainings, and at each time that I've said mm-hmm. crap could hit the fan, you've told me no. Well, guess what? It's hit the fan, and you're looking at me like, who's yeah. Who's the dummy now? <laughs> and they're like <laughs> looking at her, you know, and, and yeah, so I think at that point, she's going into these conflicts, yeah, with people that are unprepared and unmade for the things that she's trying to do. She's got trying to set up the perimeter in the little town. And but the the Anacleans all know that too. I think I, I don't know if they know, mm-hmm. but I that they depicted them as like this warrior race anyway with the huntress with them so even if you were prepared after they feel like they've been through the fire you know of empire blowing everything up and them coming out the smoke and ashes like we about this life and if this is our last hurrah we really don't care like what are you really gonna do 
Because mm-hmm. I'm, we all ready to die, and and if they come and blow us up, which is what we plan to do anyway, is do something here to force the empire to come all the way out here. That's why we disabled the comms so they would come investigate, and we're gonna take out whatever you send first. So that's gonna mean you're gonna send more. So I, they were kind of on their last suicide mission. It seems like from the get-go. Like, we're just gonna take as many hours as we can with us so that we are in some way remembered. So, like, you can't win against people like that when they're, like, I'm ready to die. You can't win. You can't win when someone doesn't have something, they have nothing to lose. They are always willing to take it further than you ever will. Yeah. If if they have nothing to lose. Um, Because you saw, I think it was beginning of episode eight, where you saw the Anacreon planet when she was younger, and then Mm -hmm. you saw basically it get blown up in front of her so her like little brother or whatever literally hey, killed rain? in front of her that's not rain what oh she's <laughs> fire. Nope. Fire. and she's like i took this bruised and scarred body into what it is today she's like i'm not gonna go down without a fight um and now they're on that ship that can literally destroy a world yeah they have their own death star the invictus if they can ever get it to work yeah but she, yeah, the Huntress, I kind of like the Huntress as a, she was an interesting character to me. Like, she lost her eye and then made her eyeball, like, a tool <laughs> to the EMP that, that <laughs> shut things down and didn't know it. She, like, popped her eyeball out and threw that, and then there was some light flash. I'm like, oh. Like, everything that's happened to her, she's using to her advantage uh, as a skilled warrior and, and the top fighter for her people. Um... And she's a good foil, I think, against Salvor. They like they 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 set them up as the two opposing forces, which is very interesting because I feel like they would be friends in another in an, like in another universe. Like if none of that ever happened, I could see them being like really great friends. I do um, too. They, they have a good rapport. They have a good rapport, and they have they a mutual do. respect Andre. for each other. What happened, Jordan? Andre, I think you should write. I think you should write fan fiction and make this better than it is. Please. Please, come no, on. No, They're doing good. No. no. I write, only fan fiction I write is Harry Potter. Um, so. I think they make it to where she's the villain, um, the Huntress, but to where you even sort of, you're sort of rooting for the villain. Oh, yeah. But I'm like also rooting for Terminus to like partner up with the villain. Because the Terminus went there to get away from the dawn, day, and dusk, or dusk, day, and dawn. Like they went, they they were exiled. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it would be in their best interest because they don't want to be a part of that world anymore. They that's why they were happy to be exiled to the far reaches, to where they were like on the outskirt of it. And if they got on the ship and then like jumped. Like knew where they were going and jumped farther away, because the Anacreans, very neat people. Yeah, they're running out. They don't. They, they've already said they don't have the skills for what needs to be done. Um, the people in Terminus has those skills, and they already are used to living in harsh realities. I think it would be a good thing for them, for them, and then the two other planets to uh, Anacreon and the other planet. Um, that's that's, 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 that's people. <laughs> 
Yeah, they, they, they're, they're, they're a planet of actors, the thespians. I don't, I'm not sure if that. Yeah, I want to go. It's time for the team to um, join forces. Yeah. yeah. And if, I think Hugo's from the other planet, isn't he? Other ones would be fine. Yes, he has blue eyes. You go, you yeah, go. I think uh, Savo's love interest is from the other planet, but he's like a he smuggler. Whatever, he just runs supplies back and forth, whatever. And he Our lived. Face. I thought he was dead. You, you were surprised. Were you surprised by that? I was surprised. I, I was, was surprised. Like, nice. Look at that. I like him. I like him. I, was, <laughs> I, I thought him. he was. I thought he was really gone. And I just kept. I was like, oh, she lost another person she cared about. That sucks. Oh look, he's alive! Oh yay, that's great for her. <laughs> if they ever see each other again, because I don't really know what's gonna happen. Yeah. I feel like the show was not predictable. If you haven't read the books or you don't have an idea, yeah. the show. And, isn't you, really and even if you've read the book, because they've changed so much. Um, because like I was, I think I discussed before, the genetic dynasty is not a thing in the books. And that whole storyline in seven. We have to get into Empire stuff. We have to get into Empire stuff. Day is a manipulative little person. Yeah. He's funny though. When they brought him on the first time, when I saw him with his little two fingers up, I'm gonna enjoy and respect the peace. I was like, that's a weird, that's a weird ass thing right there. Respect (laughs) and enjoy the peace. I'm like, wow. This is this dude seems kind of crazy, and and I by that phrase I knew that the the piece would not be respected and enjoyed for very long in the show. <laughs> oh, oh no! And that was like um, my only complaint. Zephyr... Okay, no, I know Jordan and I. The only complaints we had when I was talking about the quality of the show, um, where they kind of lacked were the hand to hand combat scenes. Um, oh yeah, between, between the Huntress and Salvor, they were kind of. Weird and, and, and sped up, and they, they purposely, I think, put them in the shadows because you couldn't see exactly what they were doing. You just heard grunts and people getting hit, then weapons would fly and she would turn and toss. Um, they should, like, with all the money you spent on special effects, you could have gotten some better stunt coordinators in there, choreographs. I mean, we'll get some doubles in there if they can't do the actual scenes themselves. I mean, um, that was the only kind of not bad, but at least lackluster thing that I had seen, especially when you juxtapose it to the vistas and, and uh, mm-hmm. planetary scenes that we get, the ships, the quality of the ships and the uh, designs of the ships and the way that they travel, that whole little spinning double helix circles in the middle before they go into like hyperspace flight. I'd never seen anything like that before, which was interesting. Um, the Invictus seems interesting when they go inside and see mm-hmm. the different pilot seats, the navigators, and the one dude seems to be like jacked in, like some some from the Matrix, yeah. <laughs> jacked into the back yeah, of his head. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it hurts. I'm, I'm like, it's a little violent. Yeah. And the fact that um, Gordon was willing to sacrifice herself to basically save them because if they had nothing there to control the jump. Then um, they were basically they were going to die anyway. Yeah. Um, and I guess she realized everyone back home would die too. Which I guess I also didn't understand why, if you got into there without them, why would you jump it back to Terminus, knowing the Huntress was still alive and could just kill everyone for your insubordination, even though you brought the ship there? 
I don't think that was purposeful. And they still they started fighting when they, when the ship started moving. Yeah, I don't think they were trying to go back to Terminus because when it comes in, she's like, "We're home." There, there's obvious surprise on her face when they end no, up. No, back. I thought that she was surprised they actually made it. Period. Yeah, because yeah, she was talking to Lewis about it, and she was like, "Well, if you could put it in, maybe we could control the jump, like, or maybe go home." Like she wanted to, mm-hmm. but she wasn't the one who got plugged in. Yeah. Was sure I wasn't sure how they were going to handle that. I was surprised. Was, was his name Lewis? Yeah, yeah Paul Lewis. Yeah. Lewis. Right. Lewis, Lewis was kind Lewis of a dummy, though. Yeah, Lewis was. He was all brains, no brawn. He was book smart. That was it. He had to do it. He had nothing else of value. And he was going to die because that shot it was like it was going to kill him. He was brainy Smurf. He had no ideas of his own. His Papa Smurf says, you know, he every time it, and Savo's like, Sheldon's gone. Like, why are you still you, you following this textbook right now? But dude, we don't have the plan, and the master of the plan is not here. We need to kind of improvise and do things and use our common sense now that we're just out here on the outer reaches of space. And he was always he seemed to be the one always being brainy smurf. Papa Smurf said we shouldn't yeah. do that. We should stick to the plan. It's this, and we have contingency for this, and. She was always trying to tell him, you know, Papa Smurf's not here no more. We need to come up with our own thing now. It's, that's a wrap. And I think the other the other uh, people of part of the council wanted, it seemed like they wanted to listen to her. But for whatever reason, at the last moment, I think everybody just deferred to Lewis in the end. Because people, a person is smart and people are stupid. Yeah. I mean, but they had to be, they were all scientists. They had to be some, be some smart folks around them, too. They, he wasn't the only smart one. A person is smart. A single person is smart, but put a group of people together and let fear overtake. People are stupid. <laughs> Mob yep. mentality. Yep. I will. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, you can't stop them once they have that hive mind. I'm like, or they're really afraid. And I was like, no, no, no. We, we have to believe that this is the way it's going to happen because we just don't know what we'll do if we're wrong. If, no, you can't be right because we're too afraid of what's going to happen if you're right. Mm. Um, I see that Brother Don um, is more aware of all of his things that are different about him. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to hide it. I wonder him. how that's going to play out. And he is trying to hide it. Um, and he has a little girlfriend yeah. um, who wants him to run away. Yeah. And I don't trust her because <laughs> she has too many answers for the questions that he just thought of. Mm. And I caught that and I don't like that because <laughs> that means she was thinking about ways of getting him out versus it just being an off the cuff conversation. I didn't trust her because she got too comfortable too quick. Her deference went away before they even got the romantic thing going. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very shy and kind of standoffish when he first started approaching her and then after he kept coming around kept coming around she was quick to be oh cool yeah this one does this and that <laughs> show yeah. you know, like wait a minute you know, yeah you, she turned the switch a little too too quickly I'm like okay she might be up to something but I don't know maybe she thinks she's got her boo thing in the palace <laughs> go ahead because like I get that she's the only person he feels like he can talk to about it. And because of that, he's making stupid decisions as well. He's yeah. young. He is. <laughs> he's young. First love, uh, romance, romance, love, love interest. Um, but 
yeah, I don't know. There's something about the way that she was able to answer too many of his questions too quickly without having to take time to think about them. It's like, well, I'll come up with a plan and come back and talk to you about it. Versus, what about my nanobots? The people who can cycle them out. What about this? Oh, one one slice, they can fix your face. Why are you thinking about this? <laughs> like, he's literally the next one in succession. Yeah. Why are you thinking about this, honey? It's not an option. She's trying to save him. She's just trying to save him, get him yeah, out. Yeah, but nothing, com- nothing comes good from that. A woman is not about her king. The only reason a woman <laughs> has those answers that quickly is because she was thinking about it. Yeah. So she was thinking about it, and that makes me a little hesitant. I loved her the last couple episodes, and I'm just like, oh, this is a little too quick. A little too quick. Yeah, that turnaround was too quick for me. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and have our kind of final thoughts of this, these uh, last episodes, and perhaps get into what exactly you're annoyed. So I, I'd like to hear what you change. Yeah. We'll be back in a in a minute. Talk to you soon. And welcome back to the second half of the Ascari cast. We're continuing to talk about uh, Foundation on Apple TV. My name is Rod Van Blake, and I'm once again joined with, by Andrea Rose Washington. Hello. And Jordan Purnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. And uh, we were talking about Foundation and all the craziness that's going on with uh, Day and his new boo. Uh, that kind of snuck in from the peasantry that's working Don. in the garden. The what? Don. Don. Don's boo. Don's boo. Don has the boo. Don, yeah, yeah, my bad. Don, yeah, Don. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he's off on his pilgrimage. Whatever. Yeah, we gotta talk about the spiral. We gotta get to that. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. Well, you, <laughs> Andre has thoughts, and I would like to hear them. I didn't know. It was more of a, uh, not a, uh, it wasn't, I didn't mean it to come off like that. Um, it just goes, the day is manipulative. I thought this day would be different than the other day, and he's so much more manipulative. Cold-blooded. He is, but it's also that Zephyr is stupid, because the biggest trope that I hate is speaking loudly to the person you're trying to take down. Without you talking about Zephyr Helena. Yeah, uh, Zephyr Hamila. H A M L I M A. Hamila or Halima? Halima? Zephyr H. Okay. And the thing is, she speaks so loudly without having all her ducks in a row. And I hate that trope. I hate the trope of you trying to take someone down. And you're speaking so loudly against someone, and you don't have the backing that you think you will. What if she did have an army though? That would have been fine. She yeah, she and wasn't. And she was. She wasn't she ensconced until she was yet. Place. Yeah, that was the problem. Is she wasn't ensconced yet, but she was acting and talking as if she already was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was the mistake that she made. 
if she had waited and played the part and got into the position where if she randomly died, it would be looked into, or she could really then talk out against Zephyr when she was the highest person in Mm. the land, then you open your mouth, but never before. So that's a change you would have made. I would have made that. I would have made sure that she would have still maybe quietly voiced some issues, but never enough to where it made him feel so uncomfortable that he had to do this whole pilgrimage and lie about a vision um, to come back to it and said that he does have a soul and everything. Like, no, because now you, before that, before she even died, she lost her hand in that moment. The moment he went on that pilgrimage, she lost everything. Yeah. Talk talk about playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers, though. My boy... (laughs) He took the little crystal vial that Demers Bell had on her nightstand. He knew where, so he knew where she got that from. Mm-hmm. And the vision, I guess, that she supposedly had, and she he basically stole her story. Yeah, that was wild. I into the end, and then you find out at the end, like homeboy didn't see nothing. So then that brought up the question of like, well, then does he have a soul? Like he didn't get any experience from this. Mm-hmm. My boy was just sitting in the in the cave water, like <laughs> in the vision. Now ain't nothing happening. My salt is broke. What's up with this? Water. Yeah. And Demizel, she she told him she's like, and she I love how she said it. She's like, I am glad that you saw a vision because if you didn't, I would feel so sad. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for someone who was that empty. Basically Damn saying, it. I know you didn't see anything. And coming from a robot, yeah, and that coming from a robot, like more of a soul than him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is very like it's a it's kind of, it's like a very like very poetic kind of beautiful contrast. Like she is a artificial being, but she can she can relate and empathize with people. And he's just cold blooded, and yeah. you know, just and that she's got, that yeah. tyrant. Yeah, she's got she's got more. There's more emotional conflict within her, having to do the stuff that he's ordering, and you can see that plainly, Mm -hmm. either when she's by herself or even when she was with um, Young Day earlier. She she knew stuff kind of wasn't right, and he was kind of asking questions about it, and she was like trying to explain it and keep her cool. But you could tell it was messing with her, and I was like, "Well, is this?" That's why I was kind of confused. I'm like, "This some type of hybrid." organic being or is this truly a robot because I just remember her putting herself together in the hole when the stuff came down and hit her and she had to fix her skin with the little uh, space mascara whatever that stuff that was putting the skin back on I was like so I don't know this must be but they're talking to her like there's like she's a robot and they've somehow done away with other robot or robot types till like she's the last one left but yeah for, for sometimes she does seem kind of distant and not there like there's nothing in there and other times she's very emotive and seeming to be mm-hmm. full of feelings so yeah that is a like Jordan you're right that is a strange dichotomy like you have no soul whatsoever and I'm a robot and I can recognize that you have no soul that's like that's that's horrible that's like somebody really poor calling you broke <laughs> 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 I, I'm living under a bridge, but I can look you in your face and say, "Man, you ain't you ain't got nothing." Like, don't you live under a bridge? Boy? 
so yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> it, it's interesting. I'm I'm interested to see how far it's going to take. And I yeah I. I I think Andre, we were discussing that because you were saying that before. Like we, we were going to find out how and why this day is different from the other two, and how that was going to play out. And it is, it is Don. Don, I keep saying how day. this Don is different. Yeah. Different, yeah. The see, the thing is, also this day is different from the pre from and Don. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The current day is different from the first day that we met, who's now Dusk. And this dawn is different, and so that makes me think: Did the were there first changes in that first day, in the date, sorry, in the day that we currently have? Mm-hmm. Are there changes in him that we didn't see, um, that we weren't told about? And like, was maybe he's not the first one to experience differences? Because I don't think Dusk, the current Dusk, would have handled it the same way he did. No, this whole situation think- because he wouldn't have left, he wouldn't have left the home planet. Yeah. He definitely wouldn't have taken off the that bracelet and taken off the nanobots that would have saved him if he had like you know if he collapsed and died. Mm-hmm. He would have never put the line in jeopardy like that. And no matter how big headed the current day is, there was no guarantee that he was going to survive. Because at one point it looked like he wasn't going to survive. Yeah. Oh, because he had to take everything gonna... off. Yeah. He had to. He oh, wouldn't. Sure. He, yeah. yeah. You can't he come in here. Died. You can't come in here with all that on, homie. You got to take it all off. <laughs> but that kind of showed yeah. his. His determination to me, like to ungarb and take off your she- your bodily shield and walk through that pilgrim, like like this is how far I'm gonna go to prove a point. Type of thing, like how can yeah, I even do this? I'm a damn near kill myself to make sure you know I'm <laughs> real. Like that is crazy. Wow. And I think the current dust now, who was day, and when he like blew up those two planets. Yeah. He just would have killed the girl off right. He wouldn't yeah, yeah. have done he wouldn't have broken her and then killed her. He would have just like had her killed secretly. Yeah. I don't think he would have I don't think he would have did like he wouldn't have proved the point, got everyone on his side to be like hump almost like make it seem like he was humbling himself when he mm-hmm. really wasn't. But like the current day that we have now, he like make a look he may look like he humbled himself. He did he honored their tradition gave them a beautiful um beautiful vision was common was um loved by them told told that he has a soul everyone now is like everyone's on his side and then he breaks her and then kills her the the guy who's dust now i think he just would have had her killed he i think he just would have had her killed like not publicly but just like by an assassin secretly yeah. she would have been like conked yeah, I, I think he would have tried. I think Demerzel would have kind of stopped him and reined him in because of the religious implications of that happening. But she still killed her. Demerzel, yeah. She yeah. Killed her. yeah, she did at the but end. After, but that's after he had... Yeah. That, that was after, though. No, I'm saying if this was the other day. I'm saying if this mm-hmm. was Dusk. If this was yeah. the Dusk. I don't think... She, she probably... She, you're right. She probably would have been like, let's not. But she can't disobey an order. Yeah. So she still would have gone through with it because she—that's what she did with the Zephyr. She was very heartbroken about what she did. Um, told her the truth, let her like let her know who she really was, and then killed her. Yeah. Um, I don't think it would have been as much of a respectful thing if the guy who's dusk was day. I need them to have different names because it's yeah. still confusing. <laughs> I would have changed that. I would have named them like 14, 15, 16, like 
Because it's just numbers. Don Day. Yeah. I would have given him numbers. I think Demerzel, as much as she's like loyal, has more autonomy than we think, but just chooses to show it at different times. Yeah. To a point, because she's like her program doesn't allow her to. Her programming doesn't allow her to go against the family. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't allow her to go against him to like betray him. So, so I think that she killed her in a graceful way because that's how she wanted to kill her. I'm not sure that's how he wanted her to die. Mm. Mm. Oh, that she was basically she was showing mercy. Yeah, kind of where he wasn't. Yeah. Like, I got to do this, but I'm not going to do this in a dirty way. Yeah. Yeah. It's natural. Um, Because there are a lot of ways you can have a natural death. But she's like, it's painless. You won't feel a thing. And I don't think Day wanted her to die painless. I think (sighs) Day probably would have wanted her to be broken again. Like, double it. It, It's very interesting to see how, like, how each day um, is kind of how they kind of, like, I guess, dispense punishment. And like we see the first, well, the, the first episode was that the first or second episode. First episode, we see the painter who's killed, mm-hmm. and he's just eviscerated right there immediately. Yeah, and so yeah, just exploded, just boom, gone. And it's interesting to see that like when we get to that point of seeing what happens to um, Zephyr Halima. Um, it's kind of a, it's it's kind of not so violent because I expect I expect a level of violence from the days like. Mm-hmm. I was nervous, like, please don't kill this black woman really graphically. I don't want to see this right now. Okay, poison right. touch. All right, poison touch. All right, I'll take that. Hoo-wee. That's painless because there's some poison touches that are not painless. All right. And one of those on screen, off screen deaths. So, because, yeah. because, like, you know, it's like I said, Day's been super violent. Like, the, the previous incantations are pretty violent. So, you're starting to see that shift that's happening, maybe. Um, but I would like to believe. I mean, also it would be nice to believe like Demerzel, like she may have dispensed that type of punishment on her own. Like she, that would be nice to know that she took agency and was like, I'm gonna have her die slowly. And, I mean, die painlessly. So, mm-hmm. but it gets interesting. <laughs> Can we also go back yeah, to how stupid Don is? Don, yeah, he's a young punk. Yeah, yeah but, he is. But like he also showed that there are copies of them ready to go if anything ever happens. And I don't think that was something he should have done. Which is another reason why I don't trust this girl because they're setting it up to make it seem like she, she's sketchy now. Mm. Because she's seen parts of the palace that I don't think she was supposed to see. <laughs> she's not supposed to know about this. No one's supposed to know that they have copies of themselves ready to go mm. just in case something happens to them. No one's supposed yeah. to know that. Part of this is almost like a, a almost a commentary on uh, nature versus nurture kind of thing. Because you see, like you said, they're supposed to be identical copies of each other, but for some reason, even though they're in similar environments, they're not going up the same, which is kind of giving, giving an argument for nature. Like, you are who you are, even though you mm-hmm. can have very close genetics, you grow up in the same damn palace, but your attitudes are different. Close genetics of, same genetics. Yeah. Close, yeah, that's what I said. Close genetics. You're close genetically, but you don't come out the exact same. 
just because you're in the same house. And I think part of their upbringing, because they're basically dude is raising himself, like a little version of himself each time. So you got a weird ass like grandfather figure that's really me and a weird ass like father figure that's really, I'm the copy of him. So I'm raising myself over and over again. And because of how, like you were saying, the differences between Dusk, how he acted when he was day affected how the current day acted because of him seeing that as a little kid at eight years old when he was done. And now he kind of blames Dust for us. Like, you blew him up. Now they're all upset and got riled up. So don't try and tell me I should be exhibiting temperance when you just went off the cuff and blew up some planets because you was pissed. Like, so I, I get to do what I want to do now because you did what you needed to do. And in a way, he thinks, like, now I'm having to fix your mess. So no, mm-hmm. you don't get to go off on a little field trip to, to do something. You're going to sit your ass right here because I told you. Matter of fact, I'm going to go. You stay here. And he was like, mm-hmm. day, day has never gone off planet. Well, we changing stuff up now. <laughs> and that shows, I think, how they're all, how I think Day is genetically different as well. That how mm-hmm. Don mm-hmm. thinks that there's something wrong with him. I yeah. think that Day has some stuff in him that's different from from Dusk. Um, and he just kept it hidden a little bit better than this Don is. Or I guess we also we didn't see him as this version of Don, but... Yeah, and Don is too trusting because he... Uh, that was... Let's talk about Shadow Master for, for a second. Like, we don't really get to see him very much. My boy has just yeah. got his Halo invisibility cloak where he just pops out and all of a sudden he's in the room or in the room yeah. when they went the uh when they were hunting those birds or whatever it was and he shot more than old boy did but he lied and wanted to make it seem like he had the same amount to have not seemed like he was superior and like no I need to be exactly as he is. I need to get only three. I can't don't let me get more than that. Mm-hmm. And then old boy they leave but he who was that that was like the little servant that was following him around? Yo, just chuck them over there. Nobody'll know. And they got Shadow Master, unbeknownst to Dawn. And he's being followed by this invisible dude. He picks up the extra birds. Like, oh, you thought you you thought you hid this? He, no, we didn't know. And he comes out with the extra birds and then uh Is the painting in, in these two episodes too that, that Dusk does for Dawn? She was confused. I don't okay. remember seeing them doing a painting in this. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Okay. Okay. But you did see Shadow Master come out the woodwork and, and, and get the extra pheasants or whatever those creatures were, right? After they went hunting. Okay, that was like episode, what, four or five? Okay. When they were out shooting? When he was yeah, they were out shooting the, the bird things. And he tried to hide the fact that he had shot like yeah. six of them or whatever it was. And they were like, no, he's like, I it's need to have my number need to match his exactly. So he's constantly covering up because that I would think is a good thing. Like maybe the genetics are improving. I'm, I'm a better shot than you are at this. Yeah, point. that's what I would think. Like, okay, that's a lot. better, smarter, better reactive one. But I think it's because he's colorblind that he can see them better. Mm. So they probably stand out more, mm. and they don't yeah. blend in as much because when you're colorblind, certain colors look like different colors to you. Yeah. So if he can see them much better, it may not be a plus. Yeah. They're all just creepy. They are creepy. creepy. 
But yeah, don't, I, they're I portraying Don as a silly lovesick dummy. It. Who? He is a lovesick dummy, and I hope he makes it. I don't think he will, because I think he's making stupid decisions, and he's going to trust the wrong people, um, because he keeps making stupid decisions. Yeah. I don't feel like there's a win for him in this situation, unless like he somehow gets off planet and is able mm. to get rid of his nanobots. Unless he's somehow able to get off planet, I don't see him having the backbone to take over. Because I don't think, even though we didn't really see Dust this episode that much, I don't think Dust trusts him. Because you saw that when he had the when he had the female visitor, um, Dust didn't like that he didn't sleep with her. I don't think. Oh yeah, Dust when he was like, "Tell me everything." Guy. What did he do? He just. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't think this. I, I don't think Dust trusts this Don, so he should have been smart enough to tell her to give her a story (laughs) like lie just lie yeah he should have been smart enough to give her a tell look I know homie's gonna talk to you uh just 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 tell him I knocked it out the park and I'm crazy just you know what I'm saying just uh, and I bet you on the neck a little (laughs) tell tell him something don't don't tell him I stood here in the corner and we talked you know discuss poetry or whatever just (laughs) I'm a, this is going to sound so awful, so awful. And I apologize to like all the women. I just probably would have used her. <laughs> like this, it sounds so bad. But Andre, if said- you have to play a part and not playing the part will stand out more than you playing the part. This is literally, you just, he should have just used her. Maybe that, not to the full extent yeah. of having sex, but like they should have messed around. They should have done something that would not have seemed out of ordinary. Because if this was his first time, then maybe he just wasn't comfortable going all the way his first time. But he should have done something. And he didn't. And that's more of a red flag than him not going all the way, I think. But yeah, and you're right. I think you're right. That's not a that's not a horrible take because he, if he knows everything is being he knows everything is being scrutinized. Like everything you do is mm-hmm. being scrutinized by the other two to the fact that he's aware that he's left-handed, they're both right-handed, he's colorblind, they're not, but he's still going through the motions day in and day out to study them so that he can act exactly as they act and he's still kind of off. Then yeah, if you figure like, look, they probably got down when they had the the prostitute in the bedchamber, so I'm gonna have to get down. That's just, you know, it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Uh, they just have to take one for the team and get yeah. down, and they'd have been cool. Yeah, he's he's being weird for no reason in that particular sense. So yeah, I just felt like even uh, she would have understood. Like, hey, look, I have to do this to like the girl, the the gardener would have understood, or you just don't tell her. But it's like one of the things where it's like, look, I have either if I don't do this, they're gonna kill me and replace me. So I do this, so I have a better, I have a longer shot of figuring out a way to get away. But if I don't, they're gonna realize something's wrong earlier, and then our plan of going away doesn't really work. So I just think he's making stupid decisions that he doesn't need to make, and that was one of them. He should have just used her. That that's yeah. literally what she was there for. No job security on either end of the spectrum, it seems, because when you don, you know they got another one fresh in the container that can pop out to replace you. 
And when you dusk, boy, you got like uh, two more years and uh, you become brother, <laughs> brother darkness. Dark. And we get to turn you to <laughs> ash real quick. <laughs> like when you pop up for dinner, like, what? Well, you forget why, why what? Why don't they just let them die? And then just, why don't they just let them die and then do that to their body afterwards? Because I think they've got some preconceived notion of how far before the adultness outweighs the wisdom that he can import. So they just cut him off at a certain age and then let the other one become the new. They just It's kind of like this is the perfect like between your prime of life, your adolescence, and we're just going to cut you off at a certain point before you get old and see now and can't make no decisions. You can't really help out day. So when you get to that point, sorry, it's been a good ride. And then you pop up and you got your favorite dinner that they haven't served you in 20 years. You're like, why is why is there steak? And they're looking like, you know what time it is. We're about to put you in that OG microwave so you can join, <laughs> join the other clones. So part of me thought it was the same length of uh, time that the original one lived. Like they only oh, had the him live on the first. Time. Yeah. Like you don't that get the first time. That yeah. would be interesting. Almost like that. Like you don't get to live like you don't that get to live further That's than he did. This is this is the end Andre, game. Did you ever get to watch Midsummer? What'd you say, Jordan? Did you ever get to watch Midsummer? Isn't that weird? Uh, like no, no region no, horror film. I'm not watching that movie. I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> oh, look, you couldn't yeah. handle that. The moment with Florence Pugh. The moment with Florence Pugh. What are you saying? What? Along with Florence Pugh. I'm gonna assume that's her. Who is that? Her name. The blonde chick, the main yes. one who's in the flower dress. The whole movie. But th- they have an age gap. They have like a, a cutoff point in that movie where, like, if you get to a certain age, you have to die. So maybe that's how the Cleons work. Like, once you get to this age, like, you gotta go. That's probably what it is. What may that would, would make sense? It would make sense. Yeah, that and is I, what I feel it like is. Have some issue like there will be. I think it will be some issue if like they had to have funerals for the Cleons, like that showing their more actual mortality, like them actually dying. For probably, oh, I, I wouldn't say a funeral, but I'm just like letting them die in their own bed and then like zapping them afterwards. Because mm. I feel like no no living person is gonna want to be zapped, even though like oh you're still alive in them. No, we're not because we're not a hive mind. We're yeah. not a hive mind. This version of me is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe it's the ultimate form of vanity too, where you don't want to see like no one's going to get to see Cleon drooling on himself in in adult diapers at no point. We're not getting to that point. We're not doing that. We're not. We're not letting you get to that level. So you still ambulatory. You can do your thing still, but you're getting kind of crazy and old. What year? Okay, it's, you got to go. Or like you said, Andre, I think it might be the vanity of Cleon one. Like I got the sixty nine. Like none of you will ever reach seventy, just because you can't, you yeah. can't top. Mm-hmm. That'd be hilarious if that's the reason. That's <laughs> that's the number sixty-nine. Like, nope, you don't get to outlive me. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, the last two episodes, I'll watch them. I'll watch mm-hmm. them next Friday. Uh, next Friday. Um, okay. Hopefully, I like the wrap up and maybe the last two episodes might redeem the rest of the show for me i hope so but hope so yeah yeah again i i recommended the show to people okay. um i just it's just not my storyline okay fair enough i'm still thoroughly enjoying it um 
even though like I'm in agreement with a lot of the things you said, some of the stuff just gets on my nerves with some of the characters and the decisions they make. But I think that mm-hmm. I don't think there's been a show or movie that I've watched that I've been in accordance with every somebody pisses me off every show and movie. Like, why are you doing Hell this? Yeah. There's always why are you, there's always one. There's yeah. always there. Why are you stupid? If we know the why monster, you so why you there's always you, that trope. Yeah. Uh, you know the monster. Do a trope. Like, why did you do that? Yeah. Like the monster can only attack if he hears you and this fool ate beans and he farted in the corner and now we all gotta die because you couldn't keep quiet. Damn it. Like, yeah, just stupid stuff. <laughs> Super stuff happens pretty much every. Confronting the bad person. Yeah, yeah. Confronting the bad person alone and telling them no. I know you're the bad person, but because but because we're friends, I'm going to assume you're not going to kill me, even though you killed everyone else. But I want you to turn yourself into the police, or I'm going to let you know I'm turning you into the police. Yeah. Why would you tell them that? Should should have called the police first. Say, hey, my friend's a serial killer that you're looking for. Um, they're coming over to my house now. Um, I'm gonna go like hide in my bedroom, come and get them. Like, they're <laughs> six feet yeah. tall, uh, blue eyes, blonde hair. Like, he got a tattoo of a girl on his side. Like, that's who he is. Versus, <laughs> I know what you've done, and yeah. I just, I'm gonna be there for you, but we're gonna, I'm gonna take you to the police. Oh no, you killed me. Why? Yeah. What Either that, or, I, like you said, play it, play it. So I guess that's something else you would do differently if you were the writer on the show. Uh, I'm assuming Jordan is in agreement with a lot of the things we're talking about with what we would kind of change if we were the creators. Um, but yeah, I, I like you said, if they were supposed to be friends, then play along. Don't tell them you call the police. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, so you want a cheese nut sandwich, right? It'll be ready in about 10, 15 minutes. And they act like nothing's happened. And when the doorbell rings, the police, hmm, wonder who that is. <laughs> and then maybe you get to survive. Well, even better. Hey, what's some DoorDash? You know what? I could definitely go for some Chipotle tacos oh, right wow. now. Let me put that order in real quick, okay? Uh-huh. What you want on this burrito? Like, play the game, people. Like, I'm off. <laughs> nah, they want to be confrontational. I know what you did. Oh, you do? Yeah, and then they like lay out their entire plan. <laughs> like by the time you got oh. through talking, it's like, well, you know, I have no, I have no choice but to off you now. Yeah. And then they always ask the question, "Who have you told?" No one. I told everyone. I told my mama, my daddy. I emailed it to the police and the FBI. It came from my email with my photo on it. Like, no, I was what. If anyone ever asks you and you think they're a bad person, uh, so who else knows? Never say no one. Never say no one. With like, have have someone in your mind that like you <laughs> who's believable is like, oh yeah, I told. Well, I discussed it with this person, so they cannot kill you. Yeah. Rules, people. Rules. Got to stick to the rules. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a hill that I apparently will die on. <laughs> I see the TV shows and Well, thank you all once again for discussing this with me and sharing your thoughts. Um, we have hopefully like, uh, hopefully you get through those next two episodes and uh, everything gets tied up. I'm, I'm hyped to see if uh, season two comes. We know if it's already, is it locked in for season two? Has it been confirmed? And we don't know. I looked this up last night. I, I think so. I think so. It needs to happen. I think. Did it end in a way to where season two would be warranted? Oh, yes. Yes. 
I'll say this. Apple's not Netflix. So I feel like if they put a show out, they are going to give it a couple of seasons. Yeah. I feel like everything that... They, they are. Have, I feel like everything that was supposed to have two seasons on Apple or more than one season has had their other seasons. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to go on the... I'm going to put my money on Apple not being Netflix and like having a good one a great first season and like oh we're not gonna go to season two why yeah well most things reach uh at least two seasons not everything gets that third season because most yeah. of the streaming services don't believe that because they want new viewers is the thing they're trying to get so like uh-huh. no one's hopping on for season three but usually that's why they want new stuff because this new thing that's coming out then they feel they can generate a whole bunch of new customers that are going to jump ship to their service. But that's how you get a lot of these cancellations. Yeah. Which is great. Which is good as long as the story ends at the yeah. end of that other season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long yeah, as yeah. like the storyline is wrapped up and it's like, okay, I can move on from this because let's be yeah. honest, most shows only need one or two seasons anyway. Once you yeah. get to four or five, six, it starts to be drawn out. I'm like, okay, you could have ended two seasons ago, yeah. and we would have been good. Yeah, um, unless the material is already fully fleshed out. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like Harry Potter, where you have seven books and you're just like, I got to finish this because you need to know how it ends. Versus some books where it's like, you didn't need to do another. You didn't need to do four books. Two or two was enough. <laughs> Like there are book series that I've read where I'm just like after the third book I'm like all right you ended it in a way where I don't need to read another three books in your series because you ended it in a way where it's wrapped up enough for me so I'm not going to read the other three versus no you haven't killed Voldemort yet so I just got to keep watching because you haven't killed him what's going on <laughs> so Man. hopefully it's yeah. like that it just ended after the two seasons but it's all wrapped up together yeah. Thank you once again. And everybody that was catching us on the live, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to spend some time with us. And uh, those that catch you us on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Google, Apple Podcasts, and all the places that we are available to listen to, the audio will be going up there, and we appreciate you listening to us there. Don't forget to check out Trekkie and Beyond, uh, the other podcast Andre is on with Monica Pinkett, they're uh, dis- come discover discovery with them. Uh, all you Trekkies out there, yeah. and uh, we will talk to you all next week. Much appreciated. Peace. Peace.